Good morning, church. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Resonate. If this is the first time that you have been here and walked into this space, you are more than welcome. In fact, we celebrate the fact that you have joined us here this morning. Um, can we give Annalise, did I butcher that? Does that right? Can we give her a big thanks for being here today? Um, I think this is the first time that I've ever had the opportunity in all the years um, to stand here and worship alongside you on a Sunday morning. So that was a really special um, experience for me. I didn't realize how much uh, that would really hit me. Boy, that was, I loved it. I loved it. What a fun, you guys go to a fun church. This is cool. <laughs> wow. Uh, I love this space. I, I love it. And uh, there's another reason I'm not leading this morning, and that's because I sound more like Barry White. Maybe this is called a, this is called an elementary middle school teacher in the winter. <laughs> this is what it sounds like. So you saved us from Barry White covers today as well. So thank you for being here. Um, I want to look at, at where we are today and um, what's coming up in the next uh, few weeks. And so um, we have a plan. We have a plan moving forward into the coming months, and all, especially all the way through February. We have speakers lined up. Um, we have a series um, ahead of us. Um, so we want to make sure that you have some of these key moments on your radar and that you are coming to us every Sunday, um, not only knowing that the doors will be open and that there will be um, a great speaker here, um, but also highlighting a couple of these moments um, that especially being back by popular demand, we will have a pancake breakfast at the end of every month. You spoke, we listened, and here it is. The batter will come out hot at the end of the month. So be here um, next week. We know it's MLK, but we will be here. We're going strong. Um, we're doing some talk on uh, servicing your community and um, also talking about some volunteers opportunities. And then I want to draw your attention, of course, to that pancake breakfast at the end of every month. And we've got a, um, speakers lined up through February. So be here. We're excited for where we're going. Um, and part of that is looking at um, Vision Sunday. Vision Sunday. I know it sounds very strange, nebulous, and very ominous, um, but it is very exciting. The bottom line is we're excited for where we are going, and you are a part of that journey, and you're a critical part of that journey because you have given a voice into what you want that to look like. And so with a lot of prayer, with a lot of thought, with a lot of time, with a lot of planning, um, the leadership team here has put together a vision of where we are going. We want to be transparent with that here at the beginning of this new year and new decade. And Happy New Year, Church. I didn't get to say that because I wasn't here last week. And so welcome back if you've been out and moving about. And here you are. You've landed firmly here on our Vision Sunday. And we're going to look at um, the infamous uh, infographic as we bring up that slide. If you notice, it's been slightly redesigned. Um, because we want to take in what was already pretty a streamlined focus into a very, very specific focus of these four things. Four things. I love that we didn't redesign the hand. Thank you. That hand is so special to me. Uh, that is exactly, that's it right there. That's it. That's it. I love it. My four fingers. I'll get it. I love it. I love it. So this is, um, this is what we're going to focus in on this morning. These pieces and your connection to these pieces and how you can be integrated not only into what God's plan is here, um, but also this community and how you can plug in and actively toil alongside us in doing these pieces as we push you out into the world because you know we have that arrows out model. And so we're going to bring up various people um, to speak on each of these sections this morning and to really lay out what it would look like um, for all of us collectively to be running in the same direction 
and this being our vision, including a redefined mission statement and many other pieces um, that I'm excited um, that we're bringing forward to you. So thank you for being here, and I'm excited for you to take this in and then share it far and wide um, with everybody who calls Resonate home. Um, so why don't I take a moment um, to quickly pray over this process, and then we'll get started with Sandy Bradberg. Father, I want to start this morning from a place of stillness. Thank you for this space. Thank you for this place and this community that we call home. Thank you for resonating, and thank you for your church. We recognize, Father, that your church is made up of very imperfect people, and so it's a very imperfect organization, but we are fixed on you. We are following you. And even though we may not be able to identify what is around every single turn, we know that our feet are planted on the path that you have laid out. And with humility this morning, Father, we are asking for that vision. We are asking for that light, for you to show us a path, for you to lead the way. We thank you for the leadership team here that has taken so much time and thought into shepherding your people. And we pray that this vision would be laid out, that it would be received, and that we would leave this morning with a sense of renewed purpose and excitement for what is happening here and what you are doing on the west side of Los Angeles. We thank you for your vision and your plan in creating us, giving us the opportunity to experience this wild and crazy life, but your plan in bringing us back to you, to reconcile us to you through your Son. And we lay everything at your feet. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Let's welcome up Sandy, who will kick us off here this morning. Oh, good morning. <laughs> Glad you're all here. Um, I'm going to get over here so I can see the screen. Take it up. I'm not, not a musician, so there you go. Got it. Is that part of your learning? Kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Always the menstrual. That's right. Um, yeah, so we've, uh, as a board, I'm on the board, and uh, as a board for this last probably four or five months, have been working on the next years for Resonate. And I think it's appropriate that it's 2020. And so we're trying to have 2020 vision this year. And that's going to evolve as the year goes by. Um, but we are happy that you're here and hope, hope that you'll come on board and get involved. Um, so one of the first things we did is um, we kind of refreshed and refocused the mission statement. So there it is. I don't want to be in the way. So I'm going to read this, and then you guys can just you know look along as I read. At Resonate, our focus is on Jesus. We believe his empathy, kindness, and humility are things to aspire to and put into action. We use the Bible and Jesus as our guide, and we are a community on a journey exploring and deepening our faith together. Resonate is a church for everyone. No matter who you are, where you're coming from, you are fully embraced here. So I hope that encourages you and gets you excited to come on board. Um, I'm gonna go back to the infographic 
and um, I'm going to talk about small groups and Sunday gatherings. So I want to show hands. Who are the extroverts in the room? You know who you are. Come on. <laughs> really? That's it? Like four extroverts? Okay, that's scary. <laughs> so I was going to actually start my announcement by saying, my name is Sandy, and I'm introvert. So what do you say to me? What do you say to me? Okay. Um, so I don't want the introverts to check out, because this involves like engaging and being involved in community, okay, and stepping outside our comfort zone. So hear this all through that. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is small groups. How many have been in small groups here over time? Yeah, great. That's super Small groups are like so important. Um, and we've had different kinds. We've had small groups that are, you know, ongoing group or people studying scripture or, you know, following up on the, what the sermon was. And then we've had topical groups. And that's something we're hoping to continue in the new year. So we'll be kind of updating you on that as those come available and uh, really encourage you to get involved. It's not as scary as it sounds. I think that if you just s take that leap and be comfortable, just uncomfortable one time, I think you really find a lot of uh, joy in it. And then Sunday gatherings, that's what we are doing right now. You know, there's lots of ways, again, <laughs> if you're an introvert, to go out the door really quick, but we're encouraging you to come a little early, have some food, have some fellowship. We're also encouraging you to um, stay afterwards. That's part of what the pancake breakfast is about. And, but there's a lot to learn and grow and maybe even just talk with people you know, afterwards. Well, what was that in the sermon that really struck you? Um, so we really want to encourage you to do that. We've got lots of great things planned for the year and hope you will um, get engaged in that. So we're excited. Hope you get on board. And um, yeah, track some, just say, okay, I'm going to put a challenge out for myself too. Um, talk to somebody you haven't talked to before. Or at least just say hi. You don't have to have a conversation, but just say hi to them. <laughs> hi to them. Hi to them on the. How do hi to them on the way out? Okay. Good. Well, we're glad you're all here, and I think uh, Bill's coming up. Morning. I'm Bill Liscott. I'm a board member, and I've been going to Resonate for the last three years. And one of the things we were, we were called to talk about was, you know, what drove us here to Resonate. And on the infographic, I'll be talking about podcasts and service. And I think those are two really interesting things to be talking about and, and why I actually chose and why we chose to come here. Because the last church that we went to, um, really, I got the same out of it as if I just listened to the podcast. And I don't know if you've ever felt like that, where you're a part of a church and you can show up on Sunday and it's just you and your significant other, you and your friends, and then you leave and you come back on Sunday and people know if you're there or you're not there, but it's not, it never really felt like a community to me. And I, we started to realize we're getting the same out of it as if we're just listening to the podcast. And then um, Josh and Chelsea were taking over Resonate about three years ago, and frankly, we showed up just to support them as friends at first. And then we're like, wow, this is a great community. Um, and then we were really called to just be a part of this community because we felt like it was a true community where people care about each other, um, invest in each other's lives, um, and it's just more than just a podcast. And really, uh, we're really thankful to be a part of this community and, and we've been a part of it for the last three years or so. And so podcasts, um, this is one of the ways we do outreach. And I think it's, it's a really important outreach because um, these sermons are recorded each month, or sorry, each week. And um, it, there are ways in which to engage with friends, with uh, clients, with others, with many other people. I just threw in clients because I'm thinking about work. <laughs> um, you, you know, ways to engage with, any, with anyone. 
And I think that's, it's, and it's really just easy way to engage and spread the community. Um, and so I've, we've been really excited that we've had such great podcasts and that's just one of the ways in which we do church. And then on service, service is one of the areas in which I'm, I've always been very passionate about. And for service, we've done a number of different things at Resonate, whether that's uh, Mexico home builds, whether that is uh, doing Habitat for Humanity here in LA, whether that's doing um, Harvest Home, which is a, a community housing 13 homeless uh, pregnant women in Venice, where we spent two days and uh, revamped their entire landscape, did benches, a number of other things, really just investing in our community. And we've also done community you know, with people in our church who have been in need, um, in need of housing, um, in need of you know, helping with furniture and a number of different things in which um, as a community, we've been able to, to serve our community. And I think, you know, what I want to say as we look in 2020 is we have a lot more to do. And as a board member um, and as part of the leadership team, I would really love to hear from you in terms of where we can invest in our community. Um, because we, we will do our standard two, three, four service projects throughout the year. But if you know of specific needs, uh, we're here as a church to invest in the community and, and invest in you. So please reach out to me. I would love to hear about them. Maybe we can support them financially. Maybe we can sort support them uh, by showing up or a number of different ways. But we have a great diverse community here and would love to just continue to move forward our service efforts in 2020. Thanks, Will. <laughs> and then Bobby. Thank you. Hi, I'm Bobby. Uh, I've been in leadership with Resonate for five to six years, uh, and there definitely are some faces that have been plugging along with us from the Google building to Bergamot Station and then to here. When it, we're so grateful that you've stuck with us, and we're so grateful for all the new faces, too. Uh, and this morning, oh, sometimes you'll see me up here painting, which is what I prefer doing over speaking. <laughs> Um, but I'm going to talk briefly about volunteering. And for me, as an introvert, volunteering is a great way to meet people because you have a specific task um, that you're doing and you can't help but meet people. <laughs> um, and so a lot of you receive emails from Planning Center, which is the way that we organize our volunteers and it makes it super simple. So. We're never overbooked, and we always have all the slots filled. The main things that we need are greeters to welcome people to church and help out with name tags. And then uh, we have people come to set up the stage and set up the lobby. Bring coffee and donuts is another uh, job opportunity or volunteer opportunity. Uh, and then uh, the kids ministry always really needs help if you're willing once a month or even once every two months to come and help out with the munchkins. Uh, that would be great. And I, oh, slides. If Alex is gratefully with us a lot for slides and helps with all the technology. But if she's not here, we definitely need help. And she makes it very simple. All you have to do is push a button. Even I've done it. <laughs> um, so that's the scoop. If you don't receive the Planning Center emails, we really would love your help. Even, uh, you, like I said, once a month would be awesome. And we have a small computer out in the lobby to sign up. Or you'll see the revised community cards. If you just put your name and email on there, 
and drop it in one of the wooden boxes, then we'll do all the work for you and it will be very easy. Or <laughs> since I'm low tech and I have the most success that resonate with clipboards, I have a clipboard and I will sign you up if you just want to put your name and email. Uh, so that's the scoop. I think I covered everything. And I'm going to welcome Bill back up, who's going to share with us our financial status. So more than service, I'm passionate about finance. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. But uh, so I get the great topic of talking about our finances. And you know, I think this is, in thinking about this, this is one of the other ways in which I, I really love Resonate is that we talk about our finances. And we're very transparent. And as we were doing the community groups over the last few months, uh, one of the things we heard from people is that there's a need for transparency. They want to understand the finances, want to understand where they're giving, where they're investing in this community. Um, and they also want to know what are the needs and how can they contribute more. And so we put up a slide, very simple, uh, but this just walks through our 2019 budget. Um, so in 2019, we took in $137,000 uh, of, of um, not donations, uh, offerings, of, of offerings. And we took uh, in $137,000 of, of offerings. And then you can see our personnel costs we're about 75 grand, uh, facilities another 25 grand, and then operations and others, and then there was a little bit of reserve. And so um, we had about 7,000 in reserves, so that, which is great. So uh, someone told me I'm not supposed to say that the church was profitable, because that sounds too much like a, a for-profit business. So I'm not gonna say that. Um, but we had about 7,000 of excess income, which some might call that profit but not here because this is a not-for-profit. <laughs> surplus, we had a surplus. So we had 7,000 of excess, which you know, I think is great, um, but it also just is, shows that our church is running extremely lean. If you look at our church, having three people on staff that are collectively, we're paying about 75 grand, and Josh has talked about you know, how much his salary is at 55 grand, you know, that's really low. And then if you look at how much we're paying in facilities, um, don't tell, Darren, don't, don't tell your boss or anything, but you know, we're very thankful that we're able to have this for such a, a reasonable price, we think. And I think as our church continues to grow, one of the things what we talked about in these community groups are what are the needs or what do we need to be planning for in the future? And there's a couple things for 2020. So part-time administrative support, that was something that we just heard that we need to play to our pastors' spiritual gifts, which are preaching and coming up with messaging and a number of other things in community. And we also need someone to take that operational component away from Josh and away from others so that they can really just play to their strengths. And so I'm very pleased to announce that through the strategy team, the leadership team, the board, um, we actually have an offer out to a part-time admin um, who will be starting on Monday, actually. And so you know, that's gonna be an additional 30,000. And so when I talked about the 7,000 in excess that we had last year, um, if we continue to give the exact same way and we raise the money the exact same way in which we did in, uh, in you know, 2019, we would uh, be at a not profit. Uh, <laughs> um, so I think you know, that's one of the things, is, you know, as you look in terms of where your dollar is going, this is a, a key one and I think this is really gonna be a driver of just continued growth for the fund is that having someone that's working on operations, that's hearing everyone, that's connecting the strategy team and the leadership teams together, 
uh, and the worship team and the staff and everything else. I think that's a real opportunity and we're really excited about that. And so we'll have an official announcement once she signs her contract, uh, but it's, it's out there and so she'll be starting on Monday. Uh, really excited about that. And the other things we need to, to plan for is, you know, we don't know how long we'll be here. And I hope we're here for a long time and I hope we you pack it to the brim, but it only hosts so many people. And so we will have to th start thinking about um, raising some additional funds dedicated for space, or if you know of people that have space in which we could use, that's another way in which we can just be creative as a lean organization. Um, but we just factored in that if we took in what we would spend in 2020 on new space, it'd probably be at least another 50,000. I think that's um, honestly quite low, um, just knowing space in the west side of LA. But I do think, you know, those are two big needs. And one other thing I'll just say on, on finances, you know, some other people in the, in the churches they've thought about giving have given their, their normal giving um, through just communion um, and through the, the cards and through Venmo and other things. But if you have specific needs in which you really want to invest in, in the church, like if you really want to back service projects or you want to back something else, that's something uh, come to one of us and we will absolutely put that into the budget and come to you and tap you and honestly, or uh, we can make a plaque in your honor if you'd like. <laughs> Prob probably not. Um, but you know, a number of different things. Uh, you can contribute to these needs. You can contribute in just the needs in which we already have as a community and then many other things. Three ways to do it. The simplest is that box. Um, drop, drop it in the offering box. The second is you can go to our website and you can sign up and do recurring giving, which is really helpful for all of us. It's very simple, takes it out of your, either your credit card, your debit card, or your, your check, checking account. Um, and then the third is if you're technologically advanced, you can use Venmo. It's a, I think it's the easiest way, and I would just say it's actually the most um, efficient for the church because we don't get fees charged on Venmo as well. So all the, all the other ones take about one to 3% or so, and Venmo, we've actually managed to skate under the system. So. Those are the, th the things I will say about finances. And if there's any questions, more than happy to talk about it, any of this. And I'm just really thankful for all of your contributions and just your efforts because this is, as, as we look across the giving, the every, there are so many people that give, um, whether that's what you can give, whether that's a significant amount, there's just so many people and it's such a diverse giving base and we're really thankful for that. Thank you, Bill. Transparency is key. I think that's something to be celebrated, so thank you for that. We're not as sketchy maybe as Bill made it sound there at the end. <laughs> I promise. We are above board as possible um, <laughs> in all things that we do. Um, but I'm going to bring this around then to um, action. And so we've done um, some, some sharing of information and now uh, let's synthesize that and sort of take that into our, our action piece. Um, and I think that really starts with prayer. Um, do you pray for this church? Do you pray for your engagement in this church? Do you thoughtfully consider and reflect on ways that you can be a part of it? Um, because one of the things that we've learned in this process is that we wouldn't be here if you weren't here. And I love this church. And I know a lot of you 
have made a home here and have found a home here. When you have not found a home in other churches on the west side or in other places, or you've left an amazing church in another area of the country and you were transplanted here for work or otherwise and you were desperately looking for something and you found it here. And I'm saying that I've had that same experience too and I love this church and it wouldn't be here without all of us working together to make that happen and to show up. And so I really want you to start in prayer over this week and at the beginning of this year and all the things that you are doing, reflect on ways that you would like to become involved in this and to make sure that we are here. And one of my biggest takeaways, before I get to some of these final slides, one of my biggest takeaways from our meetings that we had here at the end of 2019 was that a lot of you feel that we are not a church plant anymore. And I agree. Our roots are in the ground. And we are here for whatever reason. We have been placed in one of the craziest cities in America, and maybe globally, in one of the hardest areas to have a church, especially um, a, a young and growing church, in Los Angeles, and yet we're here. And we've been here. And we're not going anywhere. And that's the great news. We're not going anywhere. We're young, yes. We are growing, yes. But we are scrappy fighters, yes. And we are here. And the door is open. And we'll be open on Sunday morning. And so when you're thinking about ways that you can engage and you're prayerfully reflecting on your involvement in this community, I want it to come from that place of knowing that this church is here and that we will be here and that we would love for you to be a part of what is happening. So let's look. Here's some takeaway pieces um, that we wanted to go over. <laughs> the first one's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is just a Los Angeles trait, um, and I am guilty as ever on that, because um, some of that relies on me kicking off uh, our worship time on time, and we're slamming slides together, and we're talking about some of the pieces. Um, I have a commitment to this. I have a commitment to this. So church starts at 945. <laughs> Let's just say that. Let's just say it. Church starts at 945. Delete everything else. You'll wander in at 10.05, I know you, and I know me. And so this is not a pointing a finger, uh, you know, that's what we tell kids in school a lot of time. You point a finger, four of them are pointed back at you. I'm very aware. I know how this works. Um, so I'm on this as well. This is something that I'm, I'm working on. Um, but it does help me if there are people in the room when we start worship, it is encouraging. I'll put it that way. And so sometimes I'll hit the second song and we're still having donuts, and I love that. <laughs> Bring your donuts in. Come join me. Let's start our worship time together. I have a commitment. We're going to try to start that on time. And so let's set our clocks here. January, church starts at 945. All right. <laughs> Welcome, new faces. Um, we have greeters here, yes. This is an important piece. It's an official piece of what we do. Um, but they should not be the only ones saying hello. And who are you? And the best way to get to know people is just ask questions. How did you hear about us? What brings you in this morning? What are you looking for in a community? Great. Have you heard about Resonate? This is what we do. This is who we are. You know these pieces now. You've been here for a long time. And so be an active part of greeting. Make people feel welcome. You are the hands and feet here. So embrace. Um, 
get to know people. Get to know people before they walk out that door. And I know a lot of us schedule our Sunday mornings pretty tightly, even if that's to run home into our PJs. Hang out. Today we'll even have some food. Have the food. We love that. And that requires a conversation element surrounding that food as well. And so be an active part of that. Yes, say hi to the faces that you know and love and love to talk to every week. Seek out our new people every Sunday. Um, we'd love for you to be a part of that welcoming okay, committee. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Does church really start at 945 or does it start at 10? It starts at 10, at 945. It's equals 10. This is the Los Angeles 15, people. Listen, if I say 10, we're starting at 1030. That's for me, too. We start. No, it starts at 10. It starts at 10. All right, everybody. It starts at 10. It starts at 10. Be here. 945 starts at 10. There we go. There we go. Because um, there's, there's coffee and donut time. Hang. And then when I start playing, you're like, great. We can all come in and sit down because we've already had our conversation piece. Thank you for clarifying. Yes. Um, and then this last piece that I've hit on a little bit already today, so I won't, um, I won't harp on that too long, but consider contributing by giving of time, by giving in, in terms of your financials. Just take a look at what you have available in terms of your resources, in time or talent, finances, and find a way in one of those areas to invest, or even multiple but find a way to build on where we have come from and leading us into where we are going. If you have questions based on anything we've talked about this morning, um, here are the official names on the roster. And so if you've not been introduced to the people um, on this list, make sure that you seek them out. They are all wearing name tags this morning. Um, our Resonate board members, there's the three headed by Sean Blackwood. Um, you know our staff members, we're loud and proud, both of us. Um, our strategy team, if you're on strategy, just give us a wave here this morning. I see some of you sitting around. Strategy, strategy, strategy. Yes, excellent. Um, they've done a great job of synthesizing a lot of this information, of putting these pieces in place. They help a lot with our special event Sundays and a lot of our planning, and especially on our visual elements, including a website redesign that is almost complete, so go check out that website and uh, it's new appeal, feel free to share that. And then um, get plugged in, get plugged in. So on our Connect card, we have a new design on the Connect cards this morning that are sitting out. Fill those out, especially if you are not on our email list. If you're a person who says, I've never received an email from Resonate, that's a problem. We don't send a million, I promise, but we do send important information. And so find a way to join our email list, including if you hang out and you're having some food, there is a new Chromebook, a little laptop out there this morning that makes it very simple for you to plug in. We have our website pulled up, add your email address, add your name, you will be on the list. Even if you are finding it's going to spam, you've changed your email address, you just wanna update it, do that this morning, put it on your Connect card. Um, Alex Palmer will likely be down there as well, helping you with any of the tech pieces, making sure that you are plugged in. We can't do that for you, we would love for you to make sure that your name is on that list. Okay, that was a lot of information. <laughs> that was a lot of information. You've done um, an amazing job as a person uh, who is giving information to students all day long. I know when they're doing a great job and when they're not, and you're doing an excellent job. <laughs> I wanna bring this around into some pieces of scripture this morning. Um, when we think about vision, 
where are we fixing our eyes? Because we know that the body will follow. A lot of times the heart will follow. <laughs> I, I had a very unique and strange opportunity and wonderful opportunity to work on a documentary short doc about um, the Batmobile. <laughs> this does have a point. Um, <laughs> the Batmobile, fascinating. It's all of its iterations over time in film. Um, we were working on set one day and one of the stunt drivers of the most recent series was sitting with me and having a conversation. Um, and we were talking about driving techniques. Um, he might be one of the only qualified people to drive in Los Angeles. I'm, I'm, I'm convinced this place is a madhouse, as you know. And I was asking him um, for some pointers on driving. And he, he turned to me and he said, if you don't want to hit something, don't look at it. And that was it. <laughs> that was it. If you don't want to hit it, don't look at it. Interesting. All right. I think that has far greater implications than just our Highway 10 or 405. If you don't want to hit it, don't look at it. Where are you fixing your eyes in 2020? Is it on the pieces that you are dragging in here behind you that are weighing you down? Is it on those conversations that you haven't had? Is it on the pieces of your life that you know need the work and need to be built up? Is it on the pieces that are driving you insane and stressing you out and are tearing apart your ability to see and to focus? Is that where you are looking? Are we fixing our eyes ever on Jesus, as David said? Fix my eyes ever on the Lord, for only he can release my feet from the snares. And so I want to encourage us as we think about vision to all be looking in the same direction this year and to know that there's a lot that we'll be working on. Personally, I'm sure. Collectively, absolutely. But our eyes are ever on the Lord. Our eyes are ever on the Lord. And then we won't hit it. If you don't want to hit it, don't look at it. In Hebrews, chapter 12, verses 1 through 3, a very well-known scripture, one that deals with vision. I want to read this together this morning. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. The beginning of that verse 2 says what? Let's read that together. Beginning of verse 2. Fixing our eyes on Jesus. If you have not read past Acts in the New Testament, I encourage you to do so. It has a lot to say, even to our young church. Acts, there's an explosion of churches being planted. And then, past Acts are all of these letters to the churches that were planted, who are now dealing with various struggles and who are experiencing growing pains and who are learning how 
to be a church together and are receiving all kinds of wisdom and encouragement. And I encourage you to dive in and to look. We're going to look at one specific church in Corinth um, who lost sight of this piece here. And I don't want that to be our church. And so as we wrap up this morning, as we're doing this time of reflection, as you're taking in all of this information and trying to synthesize, um, we're going to direct our end goal here. This is where we're, where we're headed every Sunday. This is what it means to be a church. And I've said it already a couple times this morning, but your presence here is so important. We know that you don't show up just because we deliver you donuts. You know how to get donuts. You don't come here because we bring you coffee. You know how to get coffee. You won't function without it. I don't. So that's not why you show up here this morning. Why do we come here? Why is it important that you are here? Why is it important to have a collective Sunday gathering? Why? Because there's power in the collective community. We know that we're two more gathered, Christ is with us. And we are gathered this morning in his name and we are in his presence. And then we do something very, very important for one another. And at times it can be very scary but it is incredibly powerful. We take a mirror and we hold it up and we reflect the incredible light that God has sent into this world, into each other's lives, and we channel that unbelievable voice and that power and that message and that mission into each other. And so that mirror reflects the light of God into one another's lives and then it also shows us who we are. And it takes a special kind of community to hold that mirror up to one another. And it takes a special kind of person to look into that mirror and to see what God is asking them to do. And to say, we are with you in that process. If you see that there are things there, that you are being called to change, that you are being called to improve upon, that you are being challenged with, that we are here to do that with you, but also to hold that mirror there and to say, look, you are beautifully and you are wonderfully made. And through Christ, you've been made perfect. And we love you. And you cannot do that anywhere else. You cannot do that listening to the podcast on the 405. You cannot do that locked in a closet praying, and those things are both very important in time, but there is no replacing the power of gathering together and of holding up that incredible light and of being that steady hand of love for each other. And so I encourage you to be here and to be a part of it, and that all points us here. And so if we look at what was happening in Corinthians, and I promise this is it, I promise, Let's look at what was happening in Corinthians to the church. It talks about the Lord's Supper. And I'm going to kind of blast through this. Because they were having some problems. And the following directives have no praise for you, for the meetings do more harm than good. 
In the first place, I hear that when you come together as a church, there are divisions among you, and to some extent, I believe it. No doubt there have to be differences among you to show which of you have God's approval. When you come together, it's not the Lord's Supper you eat. For as you eat, each of you goes ahead without waiting for anybody else. One remains hungry, another gets drunk. Don't you have homes to eat and drink in? Or do you despise the church of God and hum humiliate those who have nothing? What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you for this? Certainly not, for I have received from the Lord what I passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat of this bread and drink of this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he come. Therefore, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. A man ought to examine himself before he eats of the bread and drinks of the cup. I'm going to stop here. Divisions became very apparent in the church at this time. And this meal was used as a place to decide who was worthy and who was not who had status, who did not. And so as we look toward vision, and as we think collectively of how we're going to be involved in this group, as we make that commitment to share the light of God with one another, to hold up that mirror, let us remember that this is where we are headed. Reflect upon who you are. Reflect upon who you are. And then let us use this time, not as a time of division, but to say anyone is welcome. And all who are thirsty can come to the well. And so I want this to maintain a very special place for us on our Sunday mornings as we gather and as we do that work. And I'm so thankful that each of you is a part of that. So as we sing um, this next song, and I'm going to go ahead and invite our worship team down, um, as we sing this next song, I want you to take that time of reflection. Do not rush through this. Take that time of reflection inward and then think about ways that you can work your love outward as we invite everyone down into this space. And we usually just filter through the front row can come down, take the bread, dip it in the cup, and then stay and hang out, chat, gather, and be the church. Why don't we stand and I'll pray for us. Father, thank you for all this information that you've given us this morning. There's a lot of words. But I pray that you would just take those words and break them down and bust them up into a thousand different pieces and just plant something in our heart. That's all. I pray, that, Father, that our hearts would be fertile ground. That we've done the work of, of removing the weeds that we haven't allowed our hearts to turn into some sort of a rock garden, but that there is soil there. And that we bring that soil to you. And that you have planted a seed. And I encourage that water that can only come from you to nourish that seed and to let it grow. As we head into 2020, Father, 
I know that as we look around, we will see the blossoms of this harvest. As we look around this city, we pray that all who need to hear this message and all who are thirsty can find a home here. We invite them in. We are excited to welcome them into your church. We are excited to do the work inwardly of becoming not only personally more like your son, but we are also excited to encourage one another collectively to become the body that is strong, that is purposeful, and that has our eyes ever fixed on you. And we're going to start this morning in taking this communion of reflecting upon your sacrifice and of saying thank you. Thank you for that sacrifice. We humbly accept the mission that we are on here. It's in Christ's name we pray.